I'm Dr. Amy Bader. And I'm Dr. Renee Rosenfeld. Welcome to Be Natural, a place to come for the latest buzz in natural medicine. Hi everyone, it's Dr. Renee and Dr. Bader. Hello, welcome. Hi. Today we're going to talk about something that's been making me giggle a little bit. Okay. And that is this, um, we're going to talk about kind of the feminine and the masculine and the energies and how that might impact our health a little bit, particularly as women. Yes. Because we're women. We can speak to that today. But this conversation made, made me chuckle that I had not long ago. So I was talking to a friend and she was telling me how she was on the phone with her husband. He was traveling. It was night. And he was describing where he was. And he was saying he was walking down the street. And there was no one on the street except there was a woman in front of him walking in front of him. And she's like, my friend's like, cross the street. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't understand. He's, he's like, my friend said, you are freaking that woman. Are you, you're alone on the street walking behind a woman. I guarantee you, she's freaking, she's freaking out right now. And or he, hyper aware. Or, on or like starting to put her keys between her fingers. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like pulling her hair into her coat and putting her, her keys between her fingers. And my friend had to explain in excruciating detail to her husband that women walk through the world in this vastly different way than men do. Like oh, yes. the vigilance that we have, even unconsciously, yeah. is so different. And I actually oh, yeah. was telling this to my brother recently and having to explain this to him again, like I'm constantly unconsciously as a woman on high alert to protect myself I am too. and we all are. Yeah. And so it's actually started a little conversation yeah. lately among my groups of my group of friends Me because too. it's something we don't think about all the time, but the energy it takes us as women to be unconsciously protecting ourselves day in, day out, 24-7, it's exhausting. It <laughs> it's really like, exhausting. It is. And, and I was telling Renee, also on this topic, as a woman in business, we're women in business, mm-hmm. we're entrepreneurs, and you know we run practices, and I have another company along with two other women founders. Skin tea. Skin tea. That just being a woman in business can be challenging. Yeah. And, you know, like I was relaying this conversation that, that just getting someone in this industry to call me back has been difficult or right. call us back. Yeah. But if I leave a message saying that the male counterpart, our consultant that we hired referred us, they called me right back. So and interesting. So it's a little frustrating. Yeah. And also I think what's fascinating is being a, a, a female founded company right. in the beverage industry. Yeah. Wow. People are like, whoa, that's crazy. And, that's and I'm crazy like, why that is that crazy. crazy that we even would talk about that being new and different? Yeah. Right. And so I feel like we're, we're making some headway as women. Yes. But the thing that fascinates me is not losing my femininity as I, I move into this industry right. that's male dominated. 100%. And you know, finding the power in my feminine to operate in an industry full of men. Right. And I find myself kicking into kind of more aggressive tones, like nice. Of course. But like louder. Well, more masculine. <laughs> more masculine presentation just to get things done that just day. Just to be seen, heard, and right. acknowledged. Now, you and I have talked, Renee, about the balance of feminine 
and masculine. I love to hear your takes on all this stuff because you just have such a sense around the balance of life. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, can you just kind of talk to that a little bit? Sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love you. (laughs) Anyway. Um, okay. So you guys know we're all working on ourselves all the time and I explore things all the time. And this idea of how we all have yin and yang within us. We all have masculine and feminine. The yang is the masculine, our expansiveness, our get it done, our go, 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 our fire, our sun energy. And then our yin is our, you know, more feminine energy, our more go with the flow, receive, listen, nurture, um kind of be present and conscious and um, can be quiet. And I'm not saying being feminine means being quiet. That is not what I'm saying. Oh, hell no. That doesn't no. fly. Just, you know, your yin self can is... Not, the, the yin is also nighttime. The sun and the yang is also daytime. So just thinking about it in those terms. But also, you know, a lot of us strong, powerful women, like the two of us <laughs> that you're listening to yeah. right now, you know, we have to operate in the masculine masculine or thought we did for a long period of our lives and you know Amy and I have both had our traumas and our hardships in our lives and I know a lot of you guys have too most of us all have and oftentimes when you know something happens to us as a child or in our adolescence or in college or really any time in our lives where our femininity is being threatened or a more masculine energy out there is penetrating our energy field or hurting us somewhere in our bodies and our souls it's like it's not safe to be a woman yeah and being in this role is unsafe so up goes the masculinity energy and down goes the feminine energy because mm-hmm. you're like, I got to meet this challenge of what I'm being seen. And Honestly, presented yeah. To. It, it's, it, I, I think it's pre-programmed literally around yeah. survival. Like if I, don't, if I don't have a masculine I'm strength, I'm going to get physically hurt. If I yes. don't have a masculine strength, I won't be able to make money and take care of myself. Like Absolutely. it goes all the way back to the core. Yes. And it really also can... Um, show ourselves or present, you know, in our relationships with our partners and our parents and our friends and our siblings and our children and our coworkers. And, you know, I do, I do treat a lot of couples, not, you know, t- typically in the same room together, but I treat families and I treat husbands and wives. And, you know, if you are one of those really strong, powerful women and you're operating from this masculine space, Sometimes you might be like, well, I feel like my husband's not stepping up or I feel like he's not, you know, making moves or doing things for us. And it's like, well, let's see where you're operating. Are you, are you operating in a more masculine place where you're not giving your husband or your partner or whoever space to step up in that masculine role? Maybe Mm -hmm. you're doing all of that work and they're operating more in the feminine, the receiving, the slowness. The listening, you know, the quietness. The, oh, I'll let her do the laundry because exactly. she always does. she's doing it. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's a big thing. And, like, I was raised in, you know, in a really powerful single mom household. Well, my mom did it all. So if you see that, I do it all. I yeah, do it all. You do. You know, but I don't have to. Mm-hmm. I, I'm blessed and lucky enough to be in a really supported relationship where I don't have to do it all and I'm like wow I can let my partner I can let my husband 
carry us as well. There's a balance. And so being able to see that and recognize that is so healing. And then also when it comes to the feminine and the masculine um, in the healing process and in our health, so I do a lot of really incredible energy work um, with my patients. And then one of my teachers, Tammy Stout, Tamara Stout, um, I've been a patient of hers for a long time. And she was one of my other teachers at school who mm-hmm. taught Qigong. And she does this type of work. Um, it's called cranial fluid dynamics. And it's really, really in- amazing. And I've learned so, so much about what it is to be a person and mm-hmm. really what it is to be a woman from her. And I've learned a lot about how the body holds energies within it. And so the left side of the body is the yin inner feminine. And the right side of the body is the yang inner masculine. And so don't you find it interesting when like your right shoulder hurts all the time? You're like, I didn't injure it. Not really sure why. Mm -hmm. The right side of my neck hurts. My right shoulder. Maybe all the way down to my wrist hurts. You know? So I take everything with a grain of salt and I explore that with my patients. Like, okay, what are you carrying that you might not need to carry anymore? Maybe it's your inner masculine being like, I'm carrying too much. What can I shift? What can I move? You know, the body is incredible and it's always speaking to us. Um, So that's just a little example and we can go down a rabbit hole of that, but that's for another time. We could definitely go down a rabbit hole yeah. because my right shoulder and my left shoulder hurt today. Well, then, well we just need to balance you out. <laughs> yeah. I know. But really, it's like looking into, okay, what does that mean for us? What energy or what trauma or what, you know, belief is being held in our body and why and where and what can we do yeah. about that? You, you know, it's fascinating. I talk about this a lot with my med students, and I know you and I mm-hmm. have talked about this before, mm-hmm. about how women in particular – are more inclined to not express negative mm-hmm. emotions that might, you know, we're trained to kind of keep things inside. And, yeah. and we laugh a little bit that the vagina is a woman's <laughs> second throat. It like, so is. Yeah. Like it, it, I just, the other day I had a patient in again with chronic vaginitis and it was doing really well. And then she got mad at her boyfriend and her vaginitis flared up. Yeah. And, you know, we were laughing like, is, do you need to articulate? Yeah. Some emotions around that. And she's like, yeah, I really, really do. And I have talked to so many women over the last, I guess, 20-ish years. I've been seeing patients about, what are you not saying that you need to say? Yeah. And I think that we fear being perceived as bitchy or bossy or aggressive or sensitive or or, or hyper yeah or the other end of that like hypersensitive or or hysterical give me sensitive hysterical emotional over numb any day yeah exactly yeah. i mean and there's just been so much um labeling put on to women yeah. there was once this i don't know if this is true but i have and when i was in med school one of my counterparts my colleagues told me that there was a gynecology textbook renee that was like 1,100 pages long. Oh my gosh. And somewhere in that index, buried in all that tiny little index font, was male chauvinism, pages 1 through 1,100 oh. and whatever. Oh my God. That multiple editions missed when oh they were God, edited. That's hysterical. Not, not to be rude. If any men are listening out there, then I can already tell you you're more involved. So it's all good. I'm not offending <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> but in that book, there were things like if a woman wants to do natural childbirth, 
she's probably insane and you should treat her as she's mentally ill. I mean, oh they, literally that was in medical textbooks not that long ago. That's I wild. mean, just a couple decades ago. And so women stepping into their own power for something as natural as yeah. just feeling what it feels like to have a baby yeah. has even been labeled in a wow. way, you know? And so, I don't know, it's tricky being a woman right now because hard. we're kind of... You know, we still have an inequality. Yeah. Um, I, I want to tell you about Hedy Lamar. Do you know Hedy Lamar? Yes, from you. Okay. Yes. My daughter, who's 12, has to do science papers, and she chose to write about a woman named Hedy Lamar. Mm-hmm. Now, Hedy Lamar was a movie star in the 30s and 40s, absolutely beautiful, was discovered in Europe, brought to the United States, and did movies. Very, very popular movie star. She was also a brilliant inventor. And she would go into her movie trailer at night and invent things all night. And she had patents. And she actually worked with Howard Hughes on airplane designs and, like, all this crazy stuff. But one of the things that she invented, Renee, was Bluetooth. She literally invented Bluetooth in the, like, late 1930s, early 1940s. She patented it. Now, World War II was going on, and she was very concerned about the submarines sinking, especially civilian ships. Right. So she, she and a friend hired a physicist to help them write a patent because they had this idea of this frequency hopping, which is now modern-day mm-hmm. Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. She took this patent and this idea to the U.S. Navy to try and help the war effort. And what they told her was she was really pretty and she should just go use her good looks to sell war bonds and kind of stay out of the war machine-making business. Now, the thing that really sucks is that they took her invention. The Navy took her invention, and they started making anti-submarine warfare stuff with it, like equipment, developed it out. It became, you know, a big part of our defense system. It is now modern-day Bluetooth. Insane. And they never paid her a dime for it. Matter of fact, she didn't find out about that they'd done that until after the statute of limitation or liability, whatever limitations had been up on her patent. And so they, it was, it, you know, she, what, a $40 billion invention? She, yeah. ne- she and her family never saw a dime for that. She died in like a condo in Florida, you know, um, probably rather broke honestly and and she always had a great like I just wanted to help I'm glad Mm -hmm. I did something that helped but nonetheless this stirred my daughter to do some research Mm -hmm. in in the field of science what's the how are women treated and statistically women are paid between three and 45 percent less for their role in engineering and science jobs than men now try to explain this to your daughter and she's like, what? Like, how is that even a thing? How is it even possible? How is it even possible? And I think it's really important for, I mean, me as a mom, especially, is like, holy smokes, like, this is, this is ridiculous. I don't want yeah. this to happen for my daughter. I think of all the stuff that's gone through the generations. Like, my mom literally has in her head labeled what boys and girls can do. And women are, like, I'm a single mom. I do everything around my house. And yeah. the fact that I do that blows her mind. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't have the neighbor come over and help you with that? I'm like, no, I just do it. So we're making headway. Oh, we totally But I think the consciousness around this balance is really an important thing. And everything you just described, I wish it would become more 
we would we would all of us men and women embrace this balance of roles yeah. and and what we all have to offer and even you know men not feeling like they have to operate from this crazy masculine place all the time oh man like totally. it's making them sick and it's breaking my heart to see you know, men feeling like they can't be emotional or they can't be sensitive or they can't be receiving and nurturing and loving and slow or quiet. Like, or if that, if they are doing that, that's seen as like, they're not a man or, you know, they're weak or in yes, some way. which is sick. And so not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they know something we don't and they're way more balanced <laughs> than most of us, but it's just this really, you know, beautiful thing. And I invite you to maybe like write down like today, or whenever you know how am I operating from the feminine and Mm -hmm. how am I operating from the masculine Mm -hmm. and like currently and then you can also write down on the next page like how I want to operate yeah I want to be in the masculine Mm -hmm. and how I want to be in the feminine um I think I operated from my masculine the majority of my life until a couple years ago and really I'm now seeing my feminine power in a really deep and beautiful way by doing this work and um I was always so scared as to be a woman. Um, I just, you know, I just never felt like it was a safe place in the world for me just with, you know, growing up and those types of things. But now I am surrounded by such, I've always been surrounded by powerful women, but more than ever I'm surrounded by really sweet men. And yeah. they've like allowed, they've seen me as who I am mm-hmm. and um, I feel so much safer now and really just accepting myself and seeing myself for who I am makes Mm -hmm. the bigger difference than anything else. I I do think it's really important in life who you surround yourself with Mm -hmm. in general for so many reasons, but in particular for us women with men, like my first boyfriend, he knows who he is. He was a (laughs) jerk. I mean, he was really, I mean, I don't even want to spend any extra time on it but that I felt I that was the first time I remember feeling very unsafe with a man yeah and it really carried on for quite a while and then I ended up married to a very nice person but very very passive like Mm -hmm. I mean it almost went like so the other direction to protect myself I think and and um you know and then I had to kind of step into my mask and just to make things work around my house yeah Yeah. exactly and like and he's great and he has all these great things about him but it was not a good marriage it wasn't a good partnership and so you know I've I've learned a lot over my 50 years oh (laughs) I've learned a lot of my 50 years and I hope I'm I'm looking forward to the next 50 of really finding that man who's truly my counterpart who has both sides to him so I can have both sides to me yeah um, I think that's such a healthy place to be. And I think you and Sam have discovered that in each other. Thank you. So happy for you both. Me too. Newlyweds. So yeah, newlyweds. So good. Okay, well, that's that's our two cents on that's our two the cents. topic. And, um, that's, you know, there's a lot of people writing great books out there around this. And, you know, but you really don't need to read a book. It's like, you know, having some quietness alone with yourself and being like, where do I feel like I'm falling short? Where do I feel like I can expand? Where do I feel like I can get quiet and be safe? And just really exploring, you know, what you want to do in your life to make you feel best and balanced in these mm-hmm. kind of terms, mm-hmm. in your masculine and your feminine. Because, um, you you know, I do, I have had a lot of patients that really 
female patients that operate from this masculine, they're like, I am so tired of feeling angry or so tired of feeling rushed or feeling all this pressure. And, you know, we put those things on ourselves, but we have the power to take those pressures away. Exactly. So, um, and the flip side to that quiet time is also our connecting time. Yes. And I, what I love, femininity is connection. I think it's really about connection. And I feel like, um, especially for you women who are listening, like if you can have a, a, a connection with a group of women in your life, it really does help bring you back into that feminine. If you're kind of on an island at work and you're having to be in that masculine space, I think just being in a group with other women can really pull that back up into balance. Mm -hmm. We are really, really tribal creatures. We, as women, we really need our hunter gatherer counterparts around us a lot to keep us really balanced. Um, I think it's great. And I also like that there's conversation stirring. I, I think that, that, you know, there's obviously things that have happened in current events, whatever. We don't need to dive in here now. But I, I like that there's just more. There's an awareness. There's conversation. There's people trying to relate to each other a little bit better. I think it's all good. Agreed. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. And we would so appreciate any reviews, any positive reviews. Please give us a five-star rating. <laughs> Share with your friends and family. You know, we so love and enjoy doing this for you guys. And um, it really means a lot to us. So please um, help us keep doing this. And so we can continue to help educate y'all and spread all of our knowledge and love. So I hope you'll have a fantastic day and we'll talk to you soon. Have a good day. Bye. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Be Natural Radio for more tips and tricks on how to live your healthiest life. This podcast is sponsored by Real Beauty Food Inc., makers of skin teeth.